Thunberg of Sweden is only 16 and is already one of the most vocal climate change activists in the world. A year ago, she helped bring more attention to the school strikes for the climate movement that's since taken off in many other countries. She's also become known for her address to the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Poland last year. Many people say that Sweden is just a small country and it doesn't matter what we do. But I've learned that you are never too small to make a difference. And if a few children can get headlines all over the world just by not going to school, then imagine what we could all do together if we really wanted to. Greta has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for her efforts. I spoke with her earlier while she was leading a protest in Stockholm. It is a little bit noisy, so you can clearly hear the protesters in the background. Here's our conversation. The original reason for you taking Fridays off school, going to the Swedish parliament, remind us. Yes, um, one year ago, I sat myself down on the ground outside the Swedish parliament to make people more aware and to care more about this so that we together can put pressure on people in power so that they will have to change something. You spoke in France at the National Assembly earlier this week and you talked about some of the challenges that you have faced in your climate activism. Let's listen to some of that. Just for quoting and acting on these numbers, these scientific facts, we receive unimaginable amounts of hate and threats. We are being mocked and lied about by elected officials, members of parliaments, business leaders, journalists. That was a clip from WBUR's Here and Now, today, the 26th of July, 2019. Today, I want to talk about climate change and specifically, quote, the remaining carbon budget, unquote, referred to by Greta Thunberg later in this interview. I will read the transcript of what she said. In the latest IPCC reports, it says clearly that if we are to have a 67% chance of staying below 1.5 degrees centigrade in global temperature rise, we had on January 1st, 2018, 420 gigatons of carbon dioxide left to emit. And now that number is already down to less than 360 gigatons, she says. And that is what people don't get. They see me as an apocalyptic guru who just says, we are all going to die. And what I say is, just please listen to the scientists. So I looked up the Mercator Research Institute on Global Commons and Climate Change, MCC, and found this statement. In line with the recent IPCC Special Report on Global Warming of 1.5 degrees centigrade, the Mercator Research Institute on Global Commons and Climate Change, MCC, has updated its carbon clock. In 2015, with the Paris Climate Agreement, all nations around the world set themselves the goal of limiting global warming to well below 2 degrees centigrade, preferably 1.5 degrees centigrade, compared to the pre-industrial levels, an ambitious goal. The special report of 2018 presents new figures. The atmosphere can absorb no more than 420 gigatons of CO2 if we are to stay below the 1.5 degree centigrade threshold. However, since around 42 gigatons of CO2 is emitted globally every year, the equivalent to 
1,332 tons per second. This budget is expected to be used up in just over nine years. The budget for staying below the 2 degree centigrade threshold for its part of approximately 1,170 gigatons will be exhausted in about 26 years. So for the, now back to my own comments. So for the better result, we have only nine years, that's 2028, when I'll be 85. For the barely acceptable goal, we have 26 years, past my lifespan, but my grandson Horace will be just entering his 30s. Need I say more on this important issue? Yes, I can't hold back. There are at least five primary responses competing for public opinion. Number one, our POTUS, and presumably his base of 40-some percent of Americans, believe climate change is a hoax perpetuated either by the Chinese or American leftists. Therefore, we should continue business as usual, six, seek maximum growth in the economy, drill, baby, drill, burn, baby, burn. Some portion of Americans believe there is climate change, but that it is not man-made and this cannot be changed by human actions. God will take care of us. He promised so after the great flood with Noah. He gave us the earth to have dominion over us. Number three, a smaller portion agree that it is man-made and caused by our industrial revolution and the resulting increased burning of fossil fuels, but that a technological fix will arrive in time so everyday people don't need to worry about it. The engineers and scientists will rescue us in time. Converting the solar and wind energy, planting several trillion trees, building resiliency, increasing our conservation and efficiency, painting our roofs and parking lots white, deploying reflective particles in the upper atmosphere, carbon ca capture and removal, etc. These and other forms of physical technology will more than solve the problem, they say. Number four, an even smaller portion of the populace believe that radical lifestyle changes are also essential. Call these social technology. We need to produce less, consume less, share more equitably, minimize air travel, welcome refugees, etc. Number five, an unknown segment of society believe that the world will end very soon with Armageddon beginning with nuclear war in the Middle East. Therefore, preparing for the rapture is all they need to do. Well, I would like to dispute number one first. Our POTUS is a proven liar, fact-checked by the Washington Post. By the 10th of June, 2019, Mr. Trump had made 10,796 false statements in only 869 days of his presidency. Still, a lot of Americans believe everything he says. Number five represents only a small fraction of the world's population, I hope. Number three alone, physical technology, is not enough in my opinion. Number four, social technology, together with physical technology, on the scale of World War II mobilization slash rationing and wide public participation, are what Greta Thunberg, I believe, and I personally think, is necessary. Number two is disputed by 99% of the climate scientists. I will read this article from The Guardian, 25th of July, 2019. Title, No Doubt Left About Scientific Consensus on Global Warming, Say Experts. The scientific consensus that humans are causing global warming 
is likely to have passed 99%, according to the lead author of the most authoritative study on the subject, and could rise further after separate research that clears up some of the remaining doubts. Three studies published in Nature and Nature Geoscience use extensive historical data to show there has never been a period in the last 2,000 years when temperature changes have been as fast and extensive as in recent decades. It had previously been thought that similarly dramatic peaks and troughs might have occurred in the past, including in periods dubbed the Little Ice Age and the Medieval Climate Anomaly. But the three studies use reconstructions based on 700 proxy records of temperature change, such as trees, ice, and sediment, from all continents and indicate that none of these shifts took place in more than half the globe at any one time. The Little Ice Age, for example, reached its extreme point in the 15th century in the Pacific Ocean, the 17th century in Europe, and the 19th century elsewhere, says one of the studies. This localization is markedly different from the trend since the late 20th century, when records are being broken year after year over almost the entire globe, including this summer's European heat wave. Major temperature shifts in the distant past are also likely to have been primarily caused by volcanic eruptions, according to another of the studies, which helps to explain the strong global fluctuations in the first half of the 18th century as the world started to move from a volcanically cooled era to a climate warmed by human emissions. This has become particularly pronounced since the late 20th century, when temperature rises over two decades or longer have been the most rapid of the past two millennia, notes the third study. The authors say this highlights how unusual warming has become in recent years as a result of industrial emissions. Quote, there is no doubt left, as has been shown extensively in many other studies addressing many different aspects of the climate system using different methods and data sets, unquote, said Stefan Bronemann from the University of Bern and the Pages 2K Consortium of Climate Scientists. Commenting on the study, other scientists said it was an important breakthrough in the, quote, fingerprinting, unquote, task of proving how human responsibility has changed the climate in ways not seen in the past. Quote, this paper should finally stop climate change deniers claiming that the recent observed coherent global warming is part of a natural climate cycle. This paper shows the truly stark differences between regional and localized changes in climate of the past and the truly global effect of anthropogenic greenhouse emissions, unquote, said Mark Maslin, professor of climatology at University College London. Previous studies have shown near unanimity among climate scientists that human factors, car exhaust, factory chimneys, forest clearance, and other sources of greenhouse gases are responsible for the exceptional level of global warming. A 2013 study in environmental research letters found 97% of climate scientists agreed with this link in 12,000 academic papers that contained the words global warming or global climate change from 1991 to 2011. Last week, that paper hit 1,000 downloads, making it the most accessed paper ever among the 80-plus journals published by the Institute of Physics, according to the authors. The pushback has been political rather than scientific. 
In the U.S., the right-wing think tank, the Competitive Enterprise Institute, CEI, is reportedly putting pressure on NASA to remove a reference to the 97% study from its webpage. The CEI has received event funding from the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers and Charles Koch Institute, which have much to lose from a transition to a low-carbon economy. But among academics who study the climate, the convergence of opinion is probably strengthening, according to John Cook, the lead author of the original consensus paper and a follow-up study on the consensus about consensus that looked at the range of similar estimates in other academics, by other academics. He said at the end of the 20-year study period, there was much more agreement than at the beginning. There was 99% scientific consensus in 2011 that humans are causing global warming, unquote. With ever stronger research since then and, and increasing heat waves and extreme weather, Cook believes this is likely to have risen further and is now working on an update. Quote, as expertise in climate science increases, so too does agreement with human-caused global warming, quote, Cook wrote in the Skeptical Science blog. Quote, the good news is public understanding of the scientific consensus is increasing. The bad news is there's still a lot of work to do yet as climate deniers continue to persistently attack the scientific consensus, unquote. That's the end of the article from The Guardian. I'm probably preaching to the choir on this, but if you enjoy this podcast, I hope you will indulge me from time to time to quote authoritative sources that you can look up and verify. There were numerous links within the article in The Guardian which you can click on and examine the underlying evidence. If you can't find the article, email me at pip4311 at gmail.com and I will send you a link. Now, let's close with a little music. <laughs>